Hi, it's Beth Kuhl, and you're listening to Breakthroughs, Smart Strategies for Career Growth. Today's episode, we're going to explore what it takes to become an influencer leader, the type of leaders who inspire others to support their vision. Influencer leaders ensure employees feel safe, and they build loyalty. Let's take a closer look at the makeup of an influencer leader, and then I'll share a stellar example of a leader who exemplifies all aspects of this high character leadership style. Influencer leaders recognize that people give their best work when they feel safe and cared for. These leaders encourage openness among employees and find creative ways to create personal connections with members of their team. Sometimes they may schedule informal walk meetings, lunch dates, or coffee meetups, but the point and the goal is to elicit feedback from their team members. They ask open-ended questions like, how can I help you excel in your job? Or what's holding you back and how can I support you? By listening 80% and talking 20% and asking open-ended questions, the best leaders seek ways to better understand their employees' personal needs. Whether it's job enrichment, paid time off for religious holidays or flexible hours and mentorship, it's up to each leader discover what matters most to his or her employees and to respect each individual's personal needs. Simon Sinek, American author and motivational speaker, is most well known for his bestsellers, Start With Why, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action, and his book, Leaders Eat Last. And his most recent release, The Infinite Game, Sinek shares an effective philosophy practiced in multiple areas of the military, but he focuses on a particular story that came from the Marine Corps. He was having a meeting with Lieutenant General George Flynn from the Marine Corps, and Sinek asked him, what makes the Marines so good at what they do? And he simply said, officers eat last. If you go to any Marine Corps chow hall anywhere in the world, what you'll see during chow time is that they line up in rank order. The most junior person eats first and the most senior person eats last. No one tells them they have to do it and it's not in any rule book. Because of the way they view leadership, they view leadership as a responsibility, not simply a rank. The one in the leadership position, the one of higher rank, is responsible for those in their charge and it manifests in these kind of unusual ways, like the way they line up in the chow hall. Now what's really interesting, and what's really important, is the leadership impact of that philosophy. For example, there's a true story that Sinek also relates, and it's actually not in the book. There was a unit of Marines, they were deployed, and it was chow time. The officer ate last, except on this particular day, there was no food left for him into the field one by one all of his men brought him some of their food because one of the things that's important to understand about the philosophy that officers eat last is that officers never go hungry this is really important because we translate these lessons into the civilian world and to the business world when leaders practice to protect their people and sometimes put them them before themselves and loyalty in their teams four team members will ensure that the company is well run, kept safe, and well because they want to make their leader proud. Their has done right by them and they'll do right by their leader. This is the most important lesson of this, which is the officers never go hungry because they created an atmosphere where people choose to be completely devoted to them. Actually, at least good parenting. I think a lot of people could relate to that 
where they might look at their employees and say, well, you know, those so-and-sos, they don't, they don't really care and they don't do anything. They're not working hard. I'm, I'm here to watch to make sure that they don't steal from me. But parents, at least good parents, think about their children. It's not about guarding them from stealing or from doing something bad. It's first and foremost about, I'm here to nurture you. I'm here to guide you. I'm here to bring out your strengths to your goodness. I make sure that no harm comes to them. And I think that's what's really pretty interesting. People will actually be able to take that view into a place where they work. Imagine the kind of cultures that we would experience. It says, ships comes with a risk. Out of heart, like parenting, it's not the kind of thing that you turn on and turn off. If kids in, you're a parent, you have the opportunity. The to have kids is actually the, the, the fun part. That's already done. The question is, what do you do to raise these kids? That's a hard choice. choice to become a parent is a lifestyle decision. choice to become a leader is also a lifestyle decision. So you're going to increase the time and energy and your resources that you have to commit to others. It's that you have to practice the qualities of leadership. Hey, just a thing to do at work. Leadership is a risk. It's not a one-time event. Parenting is also a practice, not a decision. Even if it's a decision, doesn't matter. It just made one big decision. It's daily occurrence, and it's a daily struggle. Always clear. And sometimes we make the wrong decision, as we do as parents. But it's a blur. I want my people to rise up and be better and stronger and more capable than they Ever. People feel safe and protected by an organization. If you're lazy and choose not to practice, then like, like in the gym, that muscle will atrophy. Leadership is a skill like any other. It's a choice. We can choose to become leaders. Then as a practice, we can practice those skills. But like any other skill, if you work really hard at it, you'll become better at it. If you don't go and work out, you don't have the strength in your, um, in your flexibility and you don't have the strength in your muscles. So it really is a practice. It's a simple practice, but it's not easy. It's the practice of empathy. It's the practice of putting the well-being of others sometimes before ourselves, especially when danger threatens. threatens. So little, little things we can do to practice leadership. For example, if we're in a parking lot and someone wants to take our place and pushes in front of us, you know, do you let that person in? Perhaps there's something else going on in their life that they're in that kind of a hurry. Do we move the car up and just, you know, let them in? Or do we get frustrated and angry? Do we think that there might be something else going on? This is the practice of leadership. If you're in the break room, Simon Sinek gives this example, and you pour yourself the last cup of coffee, do you put the empty coffee pot back? No one will know. No one's there. It's okay. The next person will make it. Or do you sacrifice the extra five minutes and the extra energy to just refill the pot? That's the practice of leadership. If somebody is struggling at work, if somebody's performance has plummeted, do you sit down with them and say, hey, listen, your performance has been a problem lately, and if you don't pick up the numbers, I can't guarantee you're going to have a job here. Something as callous as that. <laughs> or do you say, hey, your performance is down. Are you all right? Great leadership cultivates a culture where we show up to work every day and we feel like the people we work with would wash our backs, where we feel that the information that leadership and management is giving us is the truth 
and not being spun to make themselves look good. Sinek says the cultures in which we work is very much a feeling. The culture of a company is the equivalent of the character of a person. We refer to the character of a person. Is he a good character? Is she of good character? Is she trustworthy? And we assess people. We say, well, yeah, I think she's got a strong character. I like her. It's the same when we assess the culture of a company saying the same thing. Are they of strong character? Are they of moral fiber? The character of the person is good. Make good friends and make good colleagues. The culture of a company is high moral fiber. They'll make great places to work. I just love that, Simon Sinek. Natural inclination is to trust and cooperate. Ask why they give their blood, sweat, and tears for a person. An influencer leader would say, because they would have done it for me. Isn't that the organization we'd all like to work in? We need leaders we trust and who use their power to construct an organization on principles of justice, righteousness, and compassion. Best leaders recognize that education and guidance should override coercion. Of all, great leaders model right over might and influence over power. Again, quote Simon Sinek from his recent book, Infinite Games, a great read. Great leaders outlast and frustrate their competition because they're focused on just cause, because they're in it for the long haul. I call leaders from Fortune 500 companies, medium and small businesses, them motivated, engaged teams. I suggest hiring managers seek to identify people in the hiring process who have real passion about the organization's cause and share core values. People knowledgeable about your brand, what makes special makes your product or service special, so they bring enthusiasm to their job. Them how to use their skills to tackle some of your forniest challenges. Right here, when you invest in recruiting the right people, people really bother to do their due diligence and show that they're more or less experts, are really interested, truly, genuinely have integrity about when they say they're passionate about working for you. It pays off to invest in their roles and then recognize and reward them for their achievements, they'll want to because they'll feel their work has purpose. This leadership style results in a dynamic culture where people are valued and consequently they become highly motivated to contribute their best work. The youth diminishes others. The purpose of influence enlarges them. Knowledge, duration, and visit, vision can be shared without loss. When Lee cut as an opportunity for collaboration and growth, rather than the product, the middle be greater harmony, ranks, and 